0: Sachin. Hey, Dinkar. So, Sachin, I think uh, one of the topics that we alluded to in the previous um, podcast was life metrics, kind of follow up to uh, life stack. But before we go there, just a quick recap. So, congrats, this is our seventh uh, podcast. And uh people in the know are telling me that if you make it past uh, 5 or 6 uh you know uh, then then there is a chance that you will last longer because a lot of people start something and by first second third and suddenly you know they out. so i think uh congrats on making this far
1: um, yeah. to all of both of us i mean uh... And um, I agree to you, Dinkar, it is not going to be easy uh, to find topics which we want to talk about, but we have always found some topics which is great. And uh, hopefully we are able to maintain the interesting conversations around. So yeah, let's keep it on. Yeah. And we have uh, 12 subscribers. That's 10
0: more than just you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh and uh, we've got around 180 views till date so that's not bad uh, that's not bad I'm considering that it is a one hour show
0: yeah one hour um, and uh, you know a uh, lot of lot of marketing um, guides will tell you um, keep keep the topic focused so that people know what to expect uh, and uh, you um, attract a certain crowd who are interested in those conversations. Uh, but the you know, breadth of what we cover is quite a lot and um, you know l- let's see where it goes. Yeah. So coming to uh, you know uh, life metrics, um, so um, what I wanted to uh, do was uh, such an uh, maybe we can alternate, uh, you'll mention one, then I'll mention one. Um, some of the metrics with which we uh, measure our own lives and uh, would love to hear uh, some background about it. Um, whatever is okay to publish on a podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. And Dinkar, I have been thinking about it. Um, and when it comes to life metrics, let's come to a baseline which we agree. So, to me, what life metrics are in um, are not, uh, not necessarily in uh, work-related uh, situations or professional situations. How do you measure that you are actually succeeding or not, or you are doing the right things or not? What is the uh, what is the measure of success for your things? And I can give you a few examples, situations which are common across the board. Hmm. And the first thing comes to my mind is everybody starts a year, new year resolutions with number of books to read. Um, And uh, I think uh, that is a good way of uh, output versus outcomes. Hmm. I mean, yes, I I am actually talking about reading 20 uh, books this year, but uh, what are these 20 books? Are these comics? Are these professional? Are these fictions, -fictions? non-fictions? Does it have to be 20? Uh, What do I get by 20? Um, Or is it just a number which actually is pleasant to hear that I have a complete... Is it uh,
0: hexadecimal 20? Is it decimal 20?
1: Correct. And I think think that is where um, you and I, by virtue of spending so many hours thinking about metrics in our professional life, we have realized that Uh, The fallacy of this method is, um, and by the way, I am victim of that. I have done this, this crime every year. Uh, And last year, my goal was um, uh, 22,000 kilometer of cycling. Uh, And the problem with that goal, and uh, I think the Atomic Habit book talks about it very well, is do not, do not set a goal, which is numerical or uh, like measurable thing because the problem happens is but their philosophy is different mm. their philosophy is not throughput mm. their philosophy is what uh, you will be motivated through that phase where you uh, do this 2000 kilometer cycling and after that you have this feeling that emptiness is like okay what now, to do next now, and i think they, they are coming from that angle but to me Um, And they have given a very good strategy and we don't need to talk about what is the right way of goal setting, but uh, we need to talk about how to measure uh, output uh, and outcomes. Uh, These are classic metrics of output, like 20 books per year. Mm -hmm. But I think the outcomes would be uh, depending upon what people would like to attribute. And we can come to that. We don't need to talk about it. I have a couple of ideas around it. The second thing which I uh, thought about is uh, these life metrics to me uh, fall into three buckets. Um, One is basically ongoing. Uh, Hmm. They don't have a specific timeline. Hmm. Uh, And uh, example would be is, I would like to achieve financial independence. Now, what does that financial? And the unfortunate part about financial independence, I have realized is that, Financial independence. This is a moving goalpost. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so when when I was a uh, in- when I- you were a bachelor, it was something else. When you were married, something else with kids and yeah.
1: Yeah, and and uh, also my aspirations are growing. Right? Is like I would like to maintain more things. I I'm not. Just
0: you were happy with Atlas Cycle, and now you need something more fancier.
1: You are right, and uh, that is but but the, that is like ongoing type of thing. And but you need to have. Uh, specific checkpoints to see whether you are actually going the right direction are you being successful these are these are type of metrics you. we need to talk about them seconds uh, second ones are like time bound uh, quarterly six months year typically year is in life uh, span of life year is a good measure is like uh, when i look back at last year I, I achieved something i i had an injury but i achieved something which was remarkable i was very proud of myself um this year uh, it has been really bad, uh, but I think uh, I'll recover from this uh, but actually these annual goals and third ones are uh, micro ones like daily. Uh, mm. what do I want because uh, that is also another problem is that um, uh, I, I, I did this that two two years ago my goal was certain number of hours I wanted to actually do work mm. And um, this was actually my productive time, mm-hmm. or sometimes we used to call like core pay, working hours or something like that. And that uh, I started realizing the fallacy of it, but we can talk. So uh, I just wanted to set the stage that these are the three areas which I would like to touch upon, but yeah. Um, over to you, I am mean, like, what do you think? Where do you think?
0: It's very interesting. This is not something we have discussed before, but um uh the the outcome uh, is uh, based thinking is really coming through and i i, I don't know is is this um uh, kind of our work life affecting our uh, you know uh, real life or is it the real life which is uh, making us uh, think the right thing in the work life but um i have always been worried about these um, you know numerical uh, metrics and you can cheat, right? You say 20, yeah, you know what, two two plus zero is two anyway, so two books are good enough, right? You can come across um, in number of arguments people have around numbers. And I, at some point I kind of uh, fell in love with this um, second order effect, right? So what you do has consequences and those consequences have consequences. And um, so if I choose something as a goal, uh, once I achieve that goal, uh, it will lead to certain more goals, right? Um, So uh, my way of looking at um, life goals has been uh, what second order effect it creates um, or what sort of second order, um, uh, you know, uh, benefit it brings. Uh, to me, someone else uh, that, that depends upon the metric. So what this second order does is that first it uh, you know keeps me one degree away from the fruits of my hard work, right? Uh, so it so I I don't just chase a goal. Um, uh, the, it doesn't become in chasing goal like uh, you know I do 2,000 kilometers and all that. Right? It, it uh, you have an eye on what what if. So what, uh, what after that, right? So the second order kind of gives you one degree uh, 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 and then it becomes very difficult to game things. It becomes very difficult to, right? So the second order thinking has really um, helped me. Uh, uh, so uh, very similar to how uh, you're thinking. So let, let's let start. So maybe you can start, um, do, do you want to? So what I was thinking is um, I have around, um, I have noted down four. Uh, such goals for me, um, and maybe you can start, and then I'll go. We'll alternate.
1: Yeah, let's start. Um, so, Dinkar, about um, reading habits. Hmm. So let's let's talk about like how I will change how change I change my goal from number of books per year to something else. So I'll I'll talk about it. And uh, the evidence was actually in this two thousand kilometer cycling last year. I ended up doing. Mm, close to 7,500 kilometer cycling. But uh, what I realized is that uh, this measurement of number of kilometers per year was actually not a good idea. Rather, yeah. if you start doing something and you start liking it, you will do it more. Yeah. And in fact, my graph of cycling was literally like sharp. Uh, in the uh, months, uh, beginning month, uh, it was about 250 to 300 kilometers a month. And then towards the end, it was around 700, 800 kilometers a month. The reason why it was happening is because A, developed capacity, but second was I was enjoying it really, really uh, well. So uh, if if, if there is something which is actually uh, an enjoyable activity for you, then you will do it more. And that's why this year I wrote on LinkedIn as well, is that stop thinking about reading books about how to change your life. Like self-help books are the worst enemy of your life. Yeah. So read the books which, for the enjoyment of reading books, uh, pick up any book. Uh, I mean, uh, write from comics to basically uh, anything. And that what that did for me is Dinkar. it developed my muscle to sit down and read the old-fashioned book rather mm-hmm. than consuming fast-paced bits and pieces information from various articles. I mean, I have realized that I'm not illiterate. I, I still consume information at uh, staggering speed. The only problem is that I do not have a linear um, ability to linearly consume information mm. in the form of a book. Mm. I can I can consume random information very fast, but uh, when you are reading a book, it's that you are chapter by chapter by chapter you are moving. And in fact, I read your book zigzag. Yeah. I did not read your book linearly. Fortunately, your book allowed that. Mm if this book would have been like okay you read chapter 1 after that chapter 2 after that chapter 3 i'm pretty sure that it will be somewhere around 60 70% mark and i would be still trying to finish it yeah so uh, so that's one thing which i found out is that a find the activity which you would like to do and then i created a habit formation uh, app like that, uh, an entry onto i use streak but there are hundreds of apps today available Uh, In fact, if you are not into apps, you can actually use your bullet journal and uh, create a habit tracker uh, widget there. But what I found is, Dinkar, it is extremely useful. And I started doing 15 minutes daily reading. Mm. And I also set very liberal targets for myself because I knew that I am getting into this um, uh, cold. So I said four times a week, 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. that's like a one hour a week mm-hmm. and I, I I knew that a lot of people actually and in fact myself I spend almost 30 minutes every day just responding to emails yeah so I know that it is not impossible <laughs> I have that bone in me which allows me to sit and read uh, plain text for 30 minutes yeah. so I said 15 minutes is a good way and I think if you reach anywhere between 70, 75% days, you achieved it. I think that's a great way of saying um, yes, you made it. Like this is a good success uh, outcome. Now what it will happen, it depends upon what you read. And I think we should not worry about it. If you build that muscle, you will end up reading things which are more interesting to you, more aligned to you. uh, And I think things will just get better.
0: Interesting. So, uh, your your first uh, uh, life metric is um, the you will root, not a number, but you will um, for a for a limited uh, for at least certain amount in a day you will read a book. Uh,
1: yeah, and I, this is extrapolatable to my exercise. This is extrapolatable yes. to my other activities, which can be uh, get uh, classified under habit per se yeah. like something which You'd, you would like you'll to develop
0: do. Uh, you'll develop good habits uh, that, that's yes. the, that's very interesting one thing you mentioned about cycling right as you went along because your capacity was increasing because your interest was there uh, your ability to do more uh, kept on increasing the, that that is a good measure of something uh, you know um, uh, that you can call i'm interested in or passionate yes. about that if a period, over a period of time If the time spent on it keeps on regularly increasing, uh, you know, and maybe that is one measure for someone to, you know, go deeper into something. Uh, Don't start with a lot. Um, You want to go deep into world of AR, VR, just 10 minutes a day, uh, just one minute a day, but try to increase it, try to increase it, try to increase it. And if, if you're able to do that, uh, that means it is of something of interest to you and you're doing more if you're not able to pivot to something else. I, I, uh, uh, I am always a little bit worried about reading the wrong book. No, no, uh, when I say wrong book, uh, a book that does not uh, uh, bring anything to me. Um, there there was there used to be a bookseller, a the roadside bookseller in Nehru place in Delhi. All right uh, so uh, he used to say that uh, so he has so many books so i was a student i uh, had gone to his shop and i said there's so many books how will i know which one i should read he said you walk around and suddenly in your bones you will feel that there is a book around here and i should pick it and i read it i said okay I mean, th- th- this guy is a bookseller i mean
1: okay like... very spiritual <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so he <laughs> sure so started walking around, and um, you know, uh, randomly my eye would fall on some book. So what he essentially did was he forced me to cover the whole. Uh, so on a in Nehru place there is a whole central area around which there are offices, and he had a large area. He actually um, indirectly made me walk through the whole thing, all of his stacks, and randomly my I used to fall on something. I used to pick it, and you know because otherwise what would have happened i would have just uh, you know glanced around the books which are upfront or the ones that he has highlighted and i'll move on but this theory of his made me walk around it which was a very interesting so what i do um, is such an i when i buy a book uh, or i get a book i actually first just quickly flip through it i just flip through it if i feel there is something happening then i'll again go and if it's a professional book or illustrated book i'll just look at the illustrations uh, if again something interesting comes up illustrations and index um, if I start liking there then I'll start reading it because I have this thing that I may spend precious eight hours of my life reading something which uh, you're, uh, which wasn't worth the eight hours so uh, I have that thing I that that's the MVP style I first you know uh, go about it uh, this approach but the the I'll, I'll um, so, uh, yeah, I'll do my uh, first metric. So, first is a uh, uh, I, 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 lot of us love traveling. I like to go to places, but my metric of a successful uh, travel habit, uh, life lived well, uh, is second order discovery. So, because of our office work, you know, sometimes we get lucky because of our work, we get to travel to different places. But what I feel um, is uh, very important for me is when I reach there, when I've traveled to that city or that place from there, what new places do I discover? What new um, places I travel to, uh, how I look for those places, how I choose those places, how do I manage my time? um, How do I manage the resources, money to go? So one thing that's very important for me is this uh, second order discovery of places. I've been to so many beautiful places, so many interesting places, so many, uh, you know, um, small places, like they're not that well-known and all um, after you visit some uh, major location, So uh, for me, uh, you know, currently that number tends to be around three or four, um, but th- th- that's very important for me that if I've not been able to do second order discovery, then that uh, trip has failed.
1: That sounds fair. What um, do you? I think uh, the another uh, uh, yes, and uh, in terms of travel, to me, I, I like traveling, and I think um, it is number number of days again. I I'm going to fall back to traditional because of the um, the amount of time which we can spare uh, coordinating with you, wife, and kids, and everything. Um, but I, I make sure that every six months, I, I take a break of at least a week or two to just refresh myself, but no uh, such agenda as such. Um, coming back to our uh, life metric, I, I spoke about uh, three categories for me. One is ongoing. I spoke about one annual goal, but mm-hmm. in annual goal, you will have multiple. Uh, but let's talk about something which is a bigger one, which is ongoing metric, right? Right. Uh, a few ongoing metrics for me would be is uh, something which does not have an end date. Mm-hmm. I, I, I spoke about uh, financial independence or uh, there could be something like maintaining your weight or fitness or whatever that is. Um, the third would be is that uh, you are just more diligent about certain activities in your life. Example is that um, uh, you you wanted to basically spend more time today. It is unfortunate, it is an anti-pattern that you need to decide that this is my goal to spend time with my kid. But uh, unfortunate reality is that you uh, you have to plan for everything nowadays. So let's talk about financial uh, because that is that would be very relevant to a lot of people. Um, the way I have seen is um, we, uh, w- No matter whether, and this has been my habit since I came out of college uh, when I used to earn uh, practically very low amount of salary and uh, at that time I used to do budget and uh, I was completely engineering major, uh, so electronics, uh, no idea about commerce and everything, but I, my uncle was uh, a, a professor of commerce. So yeah. I learned the double uh, um, uh, entry double account. account. Yeah, double entry accounting system. <laughs> no, where yeah, not double counting, double <laughs> entry. So you basically have income and expense, and then you try to match all the things. And I started doing that uh, personally on just a pen and paper. And I used to put all the sources of income. Uh, typically, it would be salary or interest or some fixed deposit which is getting matured or whatever, right? Uh, and then you will just start putting expense. But then that continued. And every year at the beginning, I used to create an annual plan in terms of like what I'm spending right now, what are my needs, uh, uh, and how much is excess available today. Then later on, I changed it. But what I have found is I'll not go into detail, but uh, because this is not financial planning, but what I have found is that you planning uh, for your finances. And then later on, I subscribed to the theory that don't worry about how much you need to retire. Uh, What you do is that um, you decide your saving goals, be very uh, aggressive about them. And just uh, uh, like whatever is remaining is your uh, money which you can actually spend. That's your expense. So I started doing that. And that's how I have been living for almost now a decade for sure. And uh, it has been... uh, I would say only time will tell whether it is a successful endeavor or not, but seems like so far it is going well. Uh, what um, I would advise is that these type of things, the outcome actually is that you need to create a trajectory and today, luckily there are automated tools available earlier at least you need to study a lot, but you can you can see whether you are actually on the curve, which is supposed to be there. And sometimes it could be just gut feel uh, I mean, there is no fitness curve, right? and there are going to be ups and downs, there are going to be dips, Um, there are going to be frivolous expenditures. But I think the success metric would be is that you need to know you that you are doing okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I would I would uh, say that uh, the word metrics or life metric would mean that there is some number associated with it. But Mm -hmm. I would refrain from uh, applying that philosophy to everything. For example, you're that second order discovery. Mm -hmm. You, you did not say that I need to do at least two second-order discoveries every place I visit. You yes. were saying, if I felt good after coming back, that's a success. Yes. If if that place called you back one more time and you wanted to go there so desperately, I think that's a great success. Yes. So I think um, that's how I have started looking at these ongoing metrics is that figure out where you want to be, uh, create a very, uh, like very vague, Uh, trajectory and then start seeing whether you are actually on the path or not?
0: Actually, for me, uh, uh, you know, this goal, um, no idea. Luckily, I'm married to someone who's really good uh, at this and this is her world and she's responsible for me so I get to just, you know, relax uh, and know that someone very competent and smart uh, (laughs) is taking care of this uh, aspect so I just focus on my you know reading writing podcasting and uh, working so i'm, I'm very uh, lucky that way uh, but i do um, want to refer to my uh, you know the second one um, is what i call like um, second order unlocking so th- this is uh, what i mean by that right uh, so um, my family is very large um, mom side dad side uh, the people i uh, interact with um, is a large circle Right. At different points in life, you help uh, someone. Sometimes you give someone professional advice, someone you give someone personal advice, someone. Uh, many times, uh, you do give uh, financial uh, support, um, all those kind of things, right? Uh, so how, how do I know that um, what I have um, uh, done um, for um, communities um, is good enough, right? And there again, this second-order thinking kind of uh, helps me. So I'm, I, uh, I I I just don't get it, uh, to be honest. And a lot of people will disagree with me in, uh, you know, giving um, uh, help to the organizations, uh, professional organization who further help a lot of people. I'm not. Um, I, I honestly don't um, get that. Uh, I mean, I understand it. Um, but i don't get it in my bones that uh, you know you, you're you're kind of outsourcing your responsibility to some other organization and saying that you know uh, okay you know take my money or take this and do yeah so um, but then how, how do you uh, do that so uh, so you, if i help someone uh, and that person is um, uh, you know gets the benefit of my help Uh, what uh, things get unlocked in their lives, uh, right? Uh, So for example, if I have someone financially, uh, hey, I need some money, okay, here's some money. What happens with that money? Uh, Do the kids go to school? Uh, Do um, they start a new business? Um, uh, Are they able to do something which uh, which helps uh, uh, them do things beyond their own self, right? So again, in this, uh, you know, if I give advice to someone, like a lot of people ask about career advice, uh, what kind of um, questions will I ask that person? What kind of answers will I give? Uh, w- what kind of career advice will, will I tell everyone? Become a product manager. Will I tell everyone uh, become an engineer, go into IT, or get a job. But what kind of advice will I give them that will create a second-order unlocking effect? That once they do that uh, people they are in touch with will also benefit. So this kind of really helps me uh, you know, uh, do a little bit of networking effect. So whenever uh, uh, you know, um, uh, I, I, I try to be useful to my family and to uh, anyone else, the thing that uh, uh, you know, uh, drives me is that what I do for them should create some second lo- uh, order unlocking. So that, 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 that's the other one, which I'm very closely thinking about and uh, watching.
1: Fantastic. I think uh, that's a very good point you brought. Uh, it is abstract. It is, um, uh, it is uh, um, also something which is a con- continuous basis. There is no goal that you need to help. So I want to change the life of five people. Uh, but this is something we are you... running around. Please, can I <laughs> help you here? <laughs>
0: yeah. I've reached till four. Please, please, yeah. I need to help you.
1: Um, but I think you 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 said it very well. Um, now I would like to come to a tactical goal. So I had only three categories and one goal representing each category. Yeah. So I talked about uh, like time-bound goals, like annual time, uh, uh, like continuous goals, like annual, sorry, ongoing ones. Um, but what I feel is the third one for me, yeah, and here we can actually delve a little bit more time because this is very uh, similar to what stack is, is that how do I measure my daily, um, uh, um, daily outcome? What is my success metric of a day that mm-hmm. I had a good day? And I can tell you that um, there were days when I, and... You know, I felt that today was a good, productive day. Mm. And there were some days when I am, I am just fatigued to my bones that I can't, I'm, I, I do not know why, but I'm continuously working, but nothing is getting over. And I had those days too, uh, but then that actually is a perspective what we need to develop. Mm. And uh, how do you get over that type of feeling? And this is particularly relevant today because what I have seen is that um, workplaces used to solve this problem to a great extent for our parents. They used to go to office or some place, a shop, and they used to come home and they used to just like sit and spend time with their family or read a newspaper or do whatever, right? There were not 20 things to do. At home, but today, if you think about us, we we have a million things to do, and it is um, um, it is just a constant uh, pressure of whether I am doing the right thing or not. In fact, um, just like you said, that am I reading the right book or not? Um, I mean, the amount of time I spend personally on watching random TV shows repeats. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was actually cringing when you were saying that because um, it's a wastage of time, clearly, but it actually um, sometimes gives me relaxation or distraction or whatever, right? Different times and different needs. But what I have found is that we need to, uh, everybody today, if they are working from home or hybrid, uh, this being able to unplug is very important. And uh, Dinkar, uh, people immediately associated plugging and unplugging as an activity which is physical. And this is very similar to number of working hours. Like, I would like to read number of books. They are thinking plug-unplug in number of working hours. Bring back boredom. Yes. Boredom is good. Boredom is super awesome. Science proved that. So when you are actually having, uh, but what is mean by boredom is that you literally have nothing to do. Yeah, it should not be
0: bored. You're like, what is happening? I need to do something. But you force yourself to.
1: Yes, and so what I started doing is dinkar, and I wanted to actually show uh, this is um, uh, it's nothing but a. a, 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 Let me quickly. uh, So I I, uh, got this, which is a simple a uh, very uh, low tech uh, daily planner and yeah. what i started doing is i started you know, one page every day i put my date and i i say this is what i want to do but i i do put only certain things on my plate
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i am completely free to pick additional work if i am in mood mm-hmm. but i say after this everything is optional mm-hmm. And what it started doing, it there are days, I would not lie, it spills over, or I am not able to go through all the list because some constant uh, badgering from some other uh, angles. But the uh, fact is the days when I'm able to finish, in the, which is slowly increasing. Earlier, three to four days, um, uh, I used to just like have a spillage, mm. but now I'm actually, around two to three days I completely finish everything what I signed up for today and
0: uh, even Maybe you are getting better at estimating also what you can finish in a day
1: yeah I'm I'm knowing now my what is my velocity <laughs> so <laughs> I'm iterating every day I'm signing up for some uh, stuff and I am actually in, uh, getting it done what I realized that by doing that there are few critical things that are happening in my behavior one is that this constant pressure of things are not getting over. Mm. I am able to address it better. And um, what that is bringing is level of disappointment is actually going down. Mm. It is important that we feel that we have done today's job. And I think uh, that allows me to take my mind off on to do things different.
0: Mm.
1: Otherwise, what used to happen is that I am... I have decided to read book now, but I'm thinking about an email which just arrived Mm. or the tomorrow morning's list, which I'm trying to prepare. And uh, the reason why this happens is that you have this uh, subconscious guilt that I haven't finished my uh, list, but unfortunately you never created a list and it is a long running list of million things, which everybody has expected from you I'm so you memories just, of some task and that nagging keep feeling, doing that something
0: is missed, something is left yeah. so what i have started
1: uh, like this is what i would advise to and do, do obviously design your own method but what i have decided uh, is that tools don't matter find out whatever works for you but at least have that feeling that this is my start and this is my end and uh, um, based on my experience, I would not quantify that by number of working hours. Mm-hmm. If let's say you were able to finish everything in four hours, it's okay, great. The four hours which you have, let's say it's an eight-hour working day for you... <coughs> sorry, you can actually spend learning a skill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Today there are a million avenues to learn things. You can be actually working for your company you can can be very professional about your time. You don't watch a movie in in that extra time, but you can learn a skill, practice something. If there is an activity, which was actually a planning activity of something which is not urgent today, but that's very strategic for you. You can actually spend that time because uh, uh, those type of activities are good when you have absolutely no pressure and a clock on your mind. So, I'm not saying that uh, waste rest of the uh, hours, but I'm uh, saying, do not be a prisoner of this whole core working hours theory. Uh, Core working hours work really great when you are actually co-located and you have a physical dependency. Like I need, Dinkar is going to be present in office only three hours. And I need to actually have that overlap with Dinkar so that we can get these things done. Uh, And uh, you can be pragmatic about it. but when you are at home, you make sure that this is how you want to span your day. So that would be my daily success metric. Uh,
0: I, I do the same thing. The only difference is that I have a continuous running list. Um, yes, it's a long backlog. And every time I finish something, I take out the things. I, I thought about right um, this, that I will do these many things in a day. Um, it never uh, fully settled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just said, okay, why, why, why fight the reality? Let me make it continuously. But every time I finish something and I cross it off from my list, uh, that gives me a sense of, okay, you know, one step forward and, uh, yeah, you know, it, it it's okay. Uh, you know, work life is full of unending list of things you're crossing off, you're crossing off, but, you know, whenever you feel that, what have I done, what? Whenever you feel like, oh, my God, I'm not doing any work. You just browse through what all you have done. Uh, That's also very interesting. And many times, like, you know, I I look at my diaries. Uh, I usually make my notes on the from first page onwards. And I start making this backlog from last page onwards. And I have diaries from uh, very old times. And I sometimes just flip through them and see uh, what all things I was thinking about. Um, and, uh, you know, oh, I accomplished all of these, I said, so at some, once in a while, it kind of gives that uh, good, uh, you know, recap of all you have uh, accomplished. The, uh, and uh, on, on the working part, Sachin, when uh, you were mentioning this, right? So the other metric that I want to, f- is second order work product. Now, what I mean by this is, uh, what I'm always thinking is, uh, I have been given a task to do. Uh, and i do it uh, that, that that's my work product but actually i'm not interested um, in um, I, i'm not interested in creating what i have been told doing what i have been told i'm interested in uh, when i have done what i have been told once i have created by what has been told by my boss uh, whosoever uh, boss means in thoughtworks <laughs> Uh, in a, f- organize, a flat organization, like thought, or someone has told me do this, we need this, can you help with this, or a client with whom I'm engaged, we need this, we need this. Uh, okay, once I've done it for you, so what? What does it do for you? Uh, right? Uh, how, how can you use it? Uh, can you take it further within your organization? Can you take it to someone else? Uh, can this become something that someone else can look at and benefit from? Um, so, my work product, when I'm doing some task, I'm one thinking how I'll finish it. And I'm also thinking that uh, how should I do it? Should I record how I did it? Um, should I create a structure around what was done so someone can use it? So, this second order work product is a very important thing for me, very important metric that everything that I do. Um, should uh, that 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 output uh, should facilitate many other outputs, um, and um, uh, and that's why so many templates, so many how tos, uh, all that uh, that I uh, end up always creating. Yeah.
1: And I think uh, that's a very valid point. Is um, and I, I can see that your theme was all about second order, second order, and uh, uh, I think uh, in particular work-related situations, whatever you do is, um, if it is linear, that there were like certain things which you were doing for a group, uh, a project or a customer, then it's very easy to see the impact is actually happening linearly of what you were trying to achieve. But there are many times in strategic roles, you are actually doing a lot of non-linear activities that they may terminate, They may branch out, they may terminate and you will see that there is no value in it. So you will come back and then branch out and then do something else. Um, 18-24 months down the line, you just start forgetting uh, what actually was the nuanced outcome of it. I think uh, that would be, I I also have a good amount of notes, but I think I lacked that crystallization. And that crystallization is a funny thing, right? When the memory is very sharp, it's a recency effect, so obvious, right?
0: Like, why do I yeah. need to it's, it's so obvious. Yeah.
1: And then after that, it's just start fading, fading. And you have only these marquee uh, things which happened there. Example is that that didn't work. This didn't work. Yeah. But you have lost the uh, like uh, fine-grained detail about what you did. Yeah, I,
0: I read someone's LinkedIn post today. Um, the people who are uh, excellent in product strategy um, uh, hardly note it down because um, it's so obvious to them what they don't realize is that it's not obvious to others and that that's a tyranny of memories also right it's it's recent it's so obvious we did it we'll remember it but you know uh, three weeks three days you have totally forgotten and there's no context unless you had this second order work product I've done something uh, then what I need to record about this what meta I need to record about um, is the process of arriving at it some learnings uh, create something repeatable out of it Um, always be thinking that once it has been created how others will use it So tomorrow you can go to others and say, hey, how did you use it? How did you benefit from it? So I think it's very important for professionals of today, uh, especially who are little senior uh, in their careers to do this second order work product thinking.
1: Absolutely. Um, And that's uh, in a nutshell, Dinkar for me is um, basically I I have shifted my thinking from measuring, quantifying things uh, uh, in terms of like goals uh, into outcomes and uh, i am i'm trying to fit this theory about how do i measure the outcome of this particular activity um, which i want to do and then sometimes it also is a good exercise for me it's like it makes me think why am i even thinking that this is a goal for me i mean why cycling is a goal for me why i want to do 2000 like something like that right it's a it's important reflection upon yourself uh, and if it is a going to be fun activity, why do you care how many? Yeah, I mean, like, I never said when I bought PlayStation, uh, I need to uh, spend this many number of hours on PlayStation to break even the cost which I have spent in it. <laughs> so, um, and I, I just keep playing whenever I like. Why do
0: you keep playing? I have to break in the cost <laughs> I mean, like, yes.
1: <laughs> so i am mean, like funny thing right is i can give you i was t- explaining my wife so when covid started i started giving me myself haircuts and i bought a, a, a like a little industrial strength uh, hair trimmer okay. and uh, not the battery powered the electric one yeah. and then i yeah. i said to my wife if i give myself 20 haircuts this cost will recover <laughs> uh uh, luckily, I have got, given myself way more than 20 haircuts. But today morning, I was actually thinking. Our family members uh,
0: running away from you, fearing you <laughs> want to
1: <laughs>
0: increase the ROI on the hair. <laughs> so, uh,
1: what I have started uh, 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 and I started thinking is that um, that was not a good method. But what outcome it gave there is that now uh, I can actually go give myself a little bit of trim quickly. And I I have this, because I have realized that typically my duration of between two haircuts is about three to four weeks. Mm -hmm. And in the first week, I I look uh, over trimmed. And in the last week, I used to look, uh, I'm about to, I need to get a haircut. So there is that middle two week window, right? Where I'm actually optimal uh, hair length. So now I can actually stay there for longer duration because I have a, a trimmer. The relevance of this uh, our, uh, thing is that you need to identify rather than just like immediate benefit. What yeah. are, I think, this would be the second order benefit, Dinkar. Is that the first order benefit would be is I, I get a haircut. But the second order is I can l- look better. I mean, like whatever I can make better of myself. <laughs> whatever that <laughs> <gives> for you. <laughs> yes, for longer duration and whenever I want. So, I think that type of thing you need to bring. Why am I doing this? What What is the necessary thing for me? And when you start thinking about outcomes, it also starts giving you perspective about um, whether it is relevant. I, I mean, like I started dropping some goals, which where uh, I realized the fallacy of them. I was actually adding them because eh, they were okay to, I mean, like to hear about them, think about them, but they were not relevant for the larger picture of my life. Uh, and uh, one such goal is that um, walk certain number of steps every day yeah. that's a, s- such a stupid goal right is that uh, uh, and and most of the apps do have that yeah. what you need to do is that you need to figure out uh, i mean like your fitness goals and keep working towards it it will automatically happen through the exercises yeah
0: yeah, so, yeah you're right i, I think w- one of the things sachin uh, you and me have been working on are uh, metrics And I think uh, it's high time we uh, do a conversation around uh, metrics. Maybe um, that's a subject for an upcoming...
1: uh, We should actually talk about two things, Dinkar, if we are talking. And we should have separate things. Um, One is actually the metrics in a professional setting. I mean, we can talk about a project, we can talk about an engagement. But we should also talk about the uh, reason why this doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you uh, that uh, anytime you measure, there are certain um, risks you are taking as a leader who is proposing a measurement. Hmm. It, it is a scale you I am defining for myself to the public. Yeah, interesting. And I think it has a it has a uh, far deeper um, uh, impact not only uh, to people who want to achieve and demonstrate something, but also to organizations which have been built upon a little bit of uh, uh, trickery around budgets. And I think um, uh, we can talk about what are the broad strokes where these metrics are designed in such a way uh, that they are bound to be failed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I think uh, those two, I mean, like we can talk about good metrics first and then, uh, or good in my mind, I mean, I would not say good metrics, but I would say the right way to measure something in your uh, engagement project or uh, delivery, and then there will be like oh, why even though it is possible, it may not work for you.
0: Sure. Yeah. Good. Uh, thank. Thanks, Sachin. This was a very interesting conversation.
1: Um, Absolutely. You Always a pleasure. Bye. Thank you, Linker. Bye, Take care man.